just going to be a sports podcast, mainly on my two favorite teams, which is the New England Patriots and the Los Angeles Lakers. Just a little background, I was born in Mexico, but at eight months, I came to Los Angeles with my family, and ever since I've been, ever since I can remember playing uh, on the blacktop at elementary school, huge basketball fan, huge Kobe fan, so I would always watch the Lakers ever since I was a young kid, and when I went to the fifth grade, I started playing tackle football, 2004, 2003, I believe, and that year um, was the first year that I saw the Super Bowl be played, and sure enough, the Patriots played the Panthers that year. And we beat the pa- we beat the Panthers. Ever since then, the Patriots were gonna be my favorite team. And here we are, like 14 years later, and I'm still watching Patriots games, still watching Laker games, and I watch these games with just a passion for the organization, for the game. And I don't think I'll ever stop watching these games um, just the way that I do. So what I want to do is create a podcast that kind of like just is me sort of just sharing with everybody that I know or really anyone that wants to listen. My perspective on the game um, whether I watched it or just saw some highlights or whatever, I'd love to just be able to connect with you guys, share my perspective on games, do some analysis maybe on some games, but overall just have fun talking about this, um, these seasons that we have ahead, and why don't we just dive right in? So, what I'm going to do is track Patriots News most likely on game days so this podcast is called game night with Eddie so Patriots news will probably be coming on Mondays, Thursdays, Sundays Um, and this is probably something that I'm going to be doing at night so mostly it's going to be about recapping games or you know looking into upcoming games and whatnot injuries, storylines, whatever you have it, and for the NFL, we are in the 99th season of the NFL, and we will be coming up almost on the end of the season, it is week 13, so the season is going to end on December 30th, playoffs are January 5th. And Super Bowl 53 is going to be on February 3rd, 2019. So, that's the Patriots, and that's the NFL. I also like catching up on other teams' storylines and whatnot. I always find those interesting as well. Now, for the NBA, it is the NBA 73rd season, and the season just got kicked off 10-16-2018 and it's got a long ways to go a whole bunch of 
games, honestly. So it'll end on April 10th, 2019. Playoffs um, start April 13th and then end, you know, depending on the games, in May 2019. And the finals are set to be in May 2019. And depending on how those last, could go into June of 2019. So hopefully this podcast is consistent. I try to be. I will try to be consistent. And if so, we will be talking about the Lakers for hopefully a couple more months, at least until these finals are over, June 2019, and we get our first championship in years. That would be awesome. But since there are so many basketball games, and this season I have really enjoyed watching, I've enjoyed listening to them on um, ESPN 710 AM radio (laughs) Um, pretty much every day that I go to work. Um, I will most likely be covering Lakers and... Yeah, the Lakers, Monday through Sunday. Just because, you know, why not? I'm keeping up with the games anyway. This is awesome. I think creative outlet. And we're just going to keep rocking. Yep, so the first game that we're going to preview today going to be the Saints versus the Cowboys. Surprisingly to me, Cowboys came away with the win, although I was hearing some previous sports commentators talk about how, you know, home field advantage, Cowboys have been, you know, getting a lot better now that Amari Cooper is on the squad. So, I mean, with all that hype, I still didn't think that the Cowboys with, you know, Dak Prescott and and that defense was probably, I didn't think that they were going to be able to stop just the super high-powered offense of Drew Brees and, you know, Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas and, you know, those those guys are really going, um, they're playing nuts right now and I thought the Saints were going to go and walk away with that win, but, you know, Thursday Night Football, we got surprised by the Cowboys. And just a couple stats here that really stand out to me and kind of really paint the picture of why the Cowboys won and the Saints lost is, you know, possession. We have the Cowboys 36 minutes possession over the New Orleans Saints 23 minutes. So that's nearly a quarter more possession that Dallas had. And... Obviously, if you want to beat the Saints, you want to keep the ball away from Drew Brees and that offense. And so much so that Saints got 176 yards to Dallas 308. And most of the 308 yards from the Cowboys was 136 yards and a touchdown by Zeke. And, you know, I just, I did get to see a couple, um, probably like, I got to see a third quarter of that game, if I'm not mistaken, 
um, hopped in a little late there, but I got to see how, you know, they ran into the play, they ran into Zeke to the right, he got a couple yards, and they ran a bubble screen to Zeke, he was going off the right side, and it was a 19-yard touchdown run when he hit the Jets just up the sideline, you can't really stop him when he please really picked up speed, and, uh, yeah, um, he has 76 rushing yards on 23 attempts, and, you know, Zeke does what Zeke does, runs hard, breaks tackles, and he's there for the checkdowns, you know, on 3rd and 13, you know, he came up short for, uh, for the 4th down and convert, but still, I mean, like, he was, he's, he's Prescott's go-to every time, so, that's gonna, <clears throat> you know, he's always going to come through for that, and he takes over games, um, you know, third down conversions, seven out of 14 for Dallas, three out of 11 for New Orleans, so, you know, an you know, offense is not clicking when it has 11 opportunities for a third down, but only Kurt Burns three, and, you know, I did hear on the radio, since I mostly keep up with sports via radio and, you know, I do check, like, ESPN, um, Break Room, and other, like, sports websites just to check on storylines and whatnot. But for the most part, to keep up with the games and the scores and whatnot, I do listen to 710 ESPN LA Radio. It's really cool, really entertaining people. Um... They were able to interview Demarcus Lawrence, and I didn't see enough of this game, honestly, to see how well the defense of the Cowboys performed, because by the time I hopped on, I think the Cowboys offense was just rolling, and they were just eating up the clock like nothing, but he mentioned that the game plan was to hit the Saints in the mouth and force them into trying to make plays. And clearly, if that was the game plan, they really did execute on their home turf. And it's very rare to see Drew Brees rattled. You know, some of the reporters here, um, Freddie Coleman from ESPN, he said he was rattled. And it's rare to see Drew Brees seeing ghosts out on the field. And, you know, I guess that they were just going after him and that's the part I didn't really get to see hopping on late into that game but I mean the turnovers in this game didn't really matter you had two Dallas turnovers and um, for example the ball was picked off by the Saints Jordan Lewis on the 17 yard line but still it's just like it it wasn't even enough or I guess, you know, like the Saints weren't able to do enough with those turnovers for those to mean anything, especially when you got Zeke, you know, coming back with the ball and just taking over games. Lakers have been on a losing streak, and to 
today, although Victor Oladipo was not on that Pacers squad, I mean, today was going to be, it was a defining game for the Lakers. We needed to get back on track. And, you know, I hopped in right after halftime. It was 56-50, and it's just a little bit of a notes that I took during the game. Um, I think, you know, looking back on my notes, I definitely saw what I've been seeing out of this Lakers squad all year. And what that is, like, we can move the ball, we can play good defense. It's just critical players that come in and really just change the pace of the game for this Lakers squad. And we'll get to that in a bit. But here we go. So I start watching and Lakers are up 56 50 at halftime. You know, we had I was like listening during halftime and the Lakers at some point had a really good lead. Um, but or last minutes of the second quarter Pacers were able to, you know, chop away at that lead. Now, you know the reason why I say this is this was a good game is like they were mentioning that this is the sec- second best scoring defense. The Pacers have the best, second best scoring defense in the NBA. So what I saw out of the halftime, you know, JaVale McGee, Ingram, um, some good points coming out of the break. I saw Lonzo, Lonzo uh, get a rebound, feed it to Kuz. Kuz got, you know, uh, free throw out of that and you know we started to bounce back and have um, have ourselves a 63 to 50 lead after the break you know so good points and so after 63 50 lead um, Turner with no Victor Oladipo hits the two threes back to back and sure enough Pacers start coming back 63 58 um so what I saw a lot was, and I think this was why the Lakers have been losing recently, is like it's a lot of standing around and waiting for LeBron, waiting for Ingram to like make a play yeah, on the ball and like that's not going to get you anywhere. I mean like you need to be passing the ball around and that's a LeBron thing. LeBron wants to take control of the game. He wants to look for the pass or he wants to drain that three. And it honestly slows the whole team down because it's got like everybody just looking at LeBron to see what he's going to do. So third quarter, seven, you know, halfway through the third quarter. And, you know, we have 15 turnovers. Everybody's standing around. Tyreek Evans hits a three. And now we're... You know, you know, Pacers take a, a lead, 69 to 66, and at this point they hit an 11 to 2 run. So we started off after halftime really good, ended up pretty crappy by this point. And now here is one of the players that I say is a game changer. Josh Hart. Josh Hart goes in, and LeBron drains a three to keep the lead. So now. That starts a 15-4 Lakers run and into the third quarter. I mean, Josh Hart comes in, KCP comes in, and, you know, this team is just kind of, like, snapping back together. And it's because Josh Hart, like, 
he's small, but he has the presence of like a big man or something like that. It reminds me a lot of like an Ariza, um, you know, someone who like came into the game and like really just charged everybody, kind of like made everybody like just try a little harder or have just a little bit more confidence, a little bit more grit uh, in their play. And so Lakers in the in the fourth quarter. Um, now we're 85-75, up by 10 points, um, which is, I mean, at this point, like, we were, throughout the whole game, first half, good visit, we had, like, a good, good lead, we had to lead the whole game, basically, until that monster run by, uh, the Pacers that gave them the lead, but now, Josh Hart comes in, and in the fourth quarter, you know, we're up by 10. So, big part of that was Javel McGee and Tyson Chandler just block the city. It was a block party over there in downtown LA. Serious. 10 to 1. 10, by this point, it was 10 block shots. Um, and the Pacers, for the Lakers, and the Pacers only had one. Um... Something I saw good out of Ingram was like when LeBron was out, Ingram was in. You know, he did a good job of like putting people sort of like in the right position. You know, starting the ball, often like a good rotation with a good pass at first. And, you know, he was in the game 30 minutes, 14 points. Um, you know, LeBron's out and he's the one kind of like holding it down a little bit today. Uh, we saw some good stuff out of him, um, but then, sure enough, you know, there's something that kind of like, you know, that change of pace with Josh Hart and you know, KCP and you know, just a smaller squad with um, after like LeBron comes off, it's good for a little bit, but then I feel like other teams, especially like, you know, the second best defending team in the NBA, like, um, they find that the smalls, like, can only play first in the amount of time, and then they get tired out, so, at this point, you know, Holiday, um, from the Pacers started to just, you know, just beat away two-pointer after two-pointer, and they knocked down the 10-point lead, we were up 85, 75, and then, you know, KCP stays in instead of Ingram, so now we had Kuzma, Hart, LeBron, Tyson Chandler, and we go on a 9-0 run to be up, you know, 98-88, so I mean, like, this second half of the game was swaying back and forth, and it was really led by, I think the, I think it was really... I mean, the rotations of the players was on point, I think, in the second half. Although we had the lead in the first half, I think Luke Walton put the the right people in the right position um, in that second half to be able to, you know, bounce back um, after the Pacers just kept on, you know, chopping away at the lead that we had. So, for example, um, 
with KCP like down the stretch staying in instead of Ingram like I mentioned you had Kuzma Hart LeBron Chandler and KCP on the floor and that's basically what like helped us close out the game we went from a 9-0 run to a 14-2 run by the fourth quarter with one minute and 22 seconds left so um you know, I'm just looking at my notes here, and I mean, at the end of the day, it was LeBron that was, like, obviously doing most of the work. I mean, today he really balled out. It was, like, 38 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, and Lonzo had a weekly, like, 2 rebounds, I mean, 2 points, 4 assists, but 8 rebounds, and I think... This was a game where all the Lakers had good rebounding points, and we got the dub because of LeBron's 38 points, but also because, like, with the game, with the rotations, we were able to just rally and stick to the, like, rebounding game plan. You know, it did help that the Pacers were not shooting well. I think they were mentioning that they were, like, 30% shooting or 50% shooting, so that's a big difference, but, I mean, really happy that we got the win, broke our losing streak, they were mentioning that LeBron's birthday is on December 30th, so he's probably planning to just ball out, you know, like, all next month, so, I'm excited to just keep watching Lakers, Lakers play, and, you know, they play again tomorrow, good looking, Lakers play tomorrow, uh, against the Mavericks at 7.30, so, you know, it's definitely going to be a good game, I think, and hopefully another dub, but, I mean, it, it's been good, I mean, this game was really good in terms of, like, just seeing where we can get our grit from, uh, which is our blocking, our rebounding, putting Josh Hart in at the right time, keeping KCP in sometimes instead of, who was it, instead of Ingram, just because of, like, the dynamic that Ingram and LeBron have, I mean, like, it's probably just a better fit with having KCP there, um, but I feel like that's just something that the Lakers are going to have to figure out in the end, but Lakers move on to 12-9, and and Pacers are 13-9, just hoping that we get another win tomorrow, and today was a good game. beat the Pacers 104 to 96. We had the Cowboys beat the Saints 13 to 10. And just wanted to say thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, had a really good time kind of just like taking notes on the games and whatnot. 
just felt like I always do that regardless, but it's cool to just create something out of that, and I hope that, you know, we get some more insight tomorrow um, on this Patriots versus Vikings game, also tomorrow I'll be talking to you guys about the Lakers and Mavericks game, which should be a good one, hoping to get uh, back-to-back wins there for the Lakers, um, and I think this was a really good first episode, if not too long, then maybe it should be longer, I don't know, I don't care, but I feel like it was just long enough, <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow, I do have a full schedule of recording planned ahead, and maybe we can get some more folks up on this, or, um, yeah, I just hope to hear some interaction from other folks about this, and hope you guys have a great night, it's 11, 12 p.m., probably should be asleep, but I like watching games and creating stuff, so this is what happens, thank you, have a great night.